0: Boo.
1: It is boo time almost. Sort it, of. We're getting well, there.
0: Coming to you live from the surface of the fucking sun.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Los Angeles. The
0: Harold and Modcast melting in front of you. Yeah. over your sound waves. We are having a physical meltdown of it, sorts. It's horrible. In the sense that it's 100 degrees right now. My God. And it's October. Yep. And it's so funny because that to me... If someone asks, it's like, man, this sort of feels like a change of climate. (laughs) Would you call that a climate change? Like, whoa, whoa, climate change. I didn't know you were so political, Jake. I didn't know you were so political. It's like, no, I just mean a change in climate. You know, it's October. It's 100 degrees out. Normally, it's 68 degrees this time of year. It's a change of climate. But would you say it's a climate change? No, 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 no. I got climate change. No, right. no, no. Well,
1: I said that to someone today actually. I said, I guess it's like pretty true that climate change is happening. I got the rolled eyes.
0: Did you get the rolled eyes? I
1: did. I kind of got the like, uh. That's want what happens with politics and
0: buzzwords and stuff though. It's like instead of something that's a real issue, it just becomes some sort of like hot button bing-bong buzzword yeah and then it's going so we're missing the issue because it's like oh i'm not taking a side it's like no there's like it's yes or no it's facts or not facts it's right. not like your political stance on this man you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, get over yeah. your political position on this man right. it's 100 degrees in october i man. know
1: there's something going on yeah. here when
0: i've talked to like all my friends that are native angelinos guys that have been here 25 30 years and they're like this is not normal i've been yeah. here the whole time you know what i mean yep my like speaking of which uh shout out my homie joe sib who got me into we uh, went and saw him perform at the oddball festival in irvine cool. the huge comedy festival and uh shout out him and tj miller and all, all my buddies john mulaney uh anthony jeselnik saw all those guys do the main stage and all my friends like uh, hampton yacht and brady matthews Big J Okerson, they all performed on the J stage in Joe Sib. Uh-huh. And it was awesome. We had the backstage passes Ooh. and freaking like 16,000 people there. It was a huge show. And then they're going, I don't know where they're going next, San Francisco.
1: Oh, it's like a touring, oddball comedy It's odd, a huge, it's good.
0: It'll be in your town. Check out the Massachusetts, they do uh, New York, they do uh, all the West Coast, Colorado, TJ was in nice. and then Aziz. Oh. And was there uh, Amy Schumer was there and Amy Schumer we were talking to people and she literally flew from SNL Saturday That's
1: right she did the show. Did the
0: show yeah. live on Saturday came flew to the West Coast to come to Irvine and perform at On the, Sunday night On Sunday night that's from New York
1: shit, That's some crazy shit cuz I mean that's a that's a 6 hour flight. So what she do get up and like go literally
0: I, Well I am going to guess she's at private jet status now yeah. so she's not taking some fucking red eye or so whatever. I didn't catch it is. any of her SNL show but Needless to say, that's a busy schedule. Yeah, it is. And I will say that all of that revelry, and oh, and then I saw my buddy Jack Michaelman. It was so funny because he was there just on his own. He saw me like just walking into the like the backstage area, and our. our passes got us to the lawn and he was he ended up getting tickets to the orchestra Ooh. like so we were backstage and we went up to the lawn and we're like fuck look at all these people then he texted me like where are you at man i have this extra ticket for the orchestra and i was with my friend i was with joe and then we ended up getting an extra ticket so the three of us went down and watched mulaney and jeselnik oh,
1: cool. from the
0: orchestra section and they right were just there killing by the stage it. yeah like right in front of the stage that's versus awesome. this, it's a giant outdoor amphitheater yeah
1: i know that venue it's, it's very great. cool what's it's, it called again it's, it's like called, the irvine
0: Memorial Amphitheater. Okay. And uh, it's a huge area, a lot. Yeah. And Joe, actually, he's he organized the Vans Warp Tour back in the 90s. So he had wow. done that numerous times, that venue. He's like, he? yeah, man, I've done it at music. Now I'm doing it as a comic.
1: That's funny. <laughs> I know.
0: He's badass. Shout out to man. It, it was a really cool show. And uh, yeah, definitely worth checking out if it comes to your city. Everyone's on it.
1: Oddball and, comedy tour. Yeah. And
0: they had, Rory Scovel was added. And uh, Bridget Everett was that it, mm. you know, TJ performed. TJ
1: Miller. We love TJ Miller. Yeah, we
0: love TJ Miller over here.
1: Hey, so Amy Schumer, I did catch a couple of the, the segments on SNL? SNL. Yeah, I caught her monologue. It was funny. Maybe it was her. It's her but shtick, yeah. The The thing that everyone's talking about today is the. P, they did this PSA on mock, PSA on gun control, mm-hmm. and it's like basically you know, people loving their guns, giving guns to like... Presence as like a thing, like you'd give, like chocolate or toy, like a a Valentine's Day
0: gift or something. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's pretty funny. I'm sure it's funny. I think one of the things they consistently, even now, we've talked about how we don't like the show anymore, they still do those digital pieces pretty well and they're funny. And it's funny. Yeah. And she did a piece on her show that mocked gun control, too. Yeah. Where they sh- where she showed how hard it was to get birth control and how easy it is to get a gun. Yeah, all the paperwork yeah.
0: shit you have to go through. That's hilarious.
1: So, uh, but everyone's talking about it today. Like, they went too far. And it's like, you know what? If we're not going to do anything about this, we better as fuck get to, like, make fun of it you know
0: yeah and comedy is sort of the best therapy too right. man you know what i mean like how mad you can't have it both ways no. you can't have it both fucking ways you can't put it in our face and then, then when we put it in your face be like hey you can't put it in our yeah, face you know what i mean I it's like you know you we can't, we can't have it both ways you nope. know it's not gonna the second of it's not gonna change so let's uh, make a little fun of it people love their guns in this country it's a, it's a fascination compared to everyone else in the world we have like a sycophantic, like we're it's like a yeah. fetish almost. It, like from other <laughs> standpoints, from other people's they're like, "God, like the gun." Even people that don't have guns, you know what I mean? I like, know.
1: The- well, the, the thing they showed Bobby more to have like in bed, cuddling up with, a gun yeah, right. And stuff that's, what, like that. that's what they. they I mean, make and it's it crazy. I mean, to me, it's crazy. We're not. We're not a political. Show. Podcast. I'm no. not going to get into the politics of it, but no, no. But uh, in any case, it, I thought it was funny. I think that we've. I think you're allowed bit, to laugh at stuff, I, even if you don't agree with it stuff. politically.
0: If it's funny, it's funny. You know yeah. what I mean? Fucking get over yourself. It's funny. Things can be funny.
1: Yeah, but we're so afraid to laugh at anything these days. You know.
0: Yeah, it's become a really popular trend. People are like, would rather censor stuff. Like they get off more on censoring stuff than they do enjoying stuff know, or something. Which is sad. Which is me. sad. And it's like, well how that's no way to live. I just came from like a giant comedy festival yeah. with sixteen thousand people and they're doing, you know, blue they're doing dick jokes, or doing life jokes, right. or doing wife jokes, or doing you know what I mean. It's it's all there. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Jeselnik goes so dark, you yeah, know what I mean. He
1: does, and he has the whole yeah. crowd
0: rolling, this whole like amphitheater people rolling, yeah, laughing. it's like dark, it's baby, dead baby jokes, yeah, rape you gotta, jokes. You gotta
1: laugh at stuff. You gotta and, laugh. At and stuff. if
0: it's funny, it's funny. That's right. the that's, that's all you can thing. say. If it's funny, it's funny. Funny, funny. You you will laugh. You right. will laugh b- beside yourself. Yep. Oh, it's also cool. We took pictures on this on the main stage. You did? Yeah, I'll show you. Maybe we'll post them or something because I got some really. Cool shots of me and Joe nice. on, the, on the main stage before because we got there at like 4 p.m. the sh- you know, and then the mm-hmm. show actually started at like seven, and the the side stage started at like five five thirty. Oh, okay. so there was like a pre-show to the big show. It was really cool. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, man.
1: Well, so well before we're... we get in, oh. I have to uh,
0: I have to uh, what is it? Cite something from last week. I have to go on record making a correction. Oh, okay. Uh, all last all last episode, I was uh, sort of going on. With my new Drake song, my new future Drake album.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh, that great song Scholarships. And I was just, you know, going on about wearing Kentucky blue on these hoes. And I went back and listened to it. And it is, in fact, I rock Kentucky blue on these Uh hoes. Uh-oh. So to anyone that's a real stickler for lyrics, you know, they were listening to that all last episode. Like, no, you're not wearing it. You're rocking it. You got to rock Kentucky blue on the hoes. We do get
1: stickler emails, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure there's some,
0: like, real stickler, maybe future fan or Drake fan. It's like, dude, you're like, you're not, not, you got to rock it on these hoes, man. (laughs) It completely changes the Meaning of the song,
1: yeah. You know, so, <laughs> all you right, gotta f- put a formal we'll citation the correction list because nope. there's always corrections.
0: I rock Kentucky blue on these hoes. That all sounds right. better too. It's just like yeah.
1: Correction noted.
0: Correction noted.
1: Well, so we have a lot to get to, and the most important thing is Walking Dead season six premiere.
0: Season six.
1: It was last night. For those of you who haven't seen it, you might not want to listen to this until after you have.
0: And we're giving you like a two-second countdown warning to yep. turn off your radio. Or skip or ahead
1: your, to our Sicario review.
0: Yeah, our Sicario review, which is... No, and if you haven't seen that, then you'll have to <laughs> skip, skip ahead. ahead until, to our
1: Leftovers review. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen <laughs> that, just get
0: the fuck out of here. You shouldn't <laughs> be listening to this anyway.
1: So, uh, what'd you think of season six premiere
0: well, to be f- uh, fair, I was pretty drunk last night. I came back <laughs> from, the, from the festival. The truth out. I was definitely half in the bag. We were getting free. Was, the stage was sponsored by Red Apple Ales. It was? So it was oh, all that free annoying commercials. Red Apple's Ales, and, but they were free, so it was a hard cider in my, uh, my tummy. So you are having it. So I was having it. So, and then to get back for, by midnight, I got there at four and then have to sit and like focus in on a 90-minute program. Uh, my memory might be a little bit of spotty, uh, to say the least.
1: You did see it. Oh,
0: I saw it, and I yes. stayed awake, too. I was, like, fighting, like, drunken dozing. Of like, <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: how dedicated like, to this show we are. I didn't
0: think I was going to make it, because I watched The Leftovers first. I'm like, okay, I'll get The Leftovers. I don't know how I made it. It must have been all the meth I snorted before. Very funny. Very funny. Very funny.
1: So... Uh, I will say that in I mean there are lots of cool things about it. They do the, they did this thing throughout where uh half of it's black and white, half of it's color and the black and the wh- black and white is flashbacks Starting from where we left them at the end of season five. Yeah, not five. much of
0: a flashback. It's just no, no, like no. no. A that night, ago, basically it, yeah, the night yeah, the night that it, it all went down and, and Rick kills the what Western happens? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, uh and I appreciate that because as we were talking about before we started recording just like earlier today, uh, the whole black and white thing, they finally sort of paid a nod and our little homage to the actual comic book, yeah. which from its inception has been in black mm-hmm. and white the whole time. So to see that, cause they've done on AMC, like black and white marathon, Remember that? Oh, yeah, Remember yeah, they did the right. black and white marathon. Yeah, they like did. watch all the episodes. Black. But to actually put it in a new episode and have mm-hmm. a whole black and white sequence a- at the same time—that they still were doing that whole like Rick with the strip band aids. That whole yeah. strip band aid look is something straight from the comics. Right. And then to see it in black and white also reminded me of Marv from Sin City, which is kind of yes, like unrelated, I'm sure. Yeah. But I just sort of went there in my head because it's totally like Mickey Rourke's character from Sin City, especially with the black and white. Yeah, and then there was no color touches like in Sin City, but. It definitely was super like, oh, shit, they're doing the comic book. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. Again, they're staying close to the story. They never led a herd out of like a rock quarry, like skipping ahead in the comic. But I mean, I kind of like how they went there with the So they lead
1: a a, a herd out of a quarry. But one thing I just want to say, uh, Nick Atero and Scott Gimple were on Talking Dead Mm -hmm. and they spent some time talking about the whole choice to do black and white Mm -hmm. versus color. And they sort of, they talked about different ideas of what they would do to tell the story that way. They were going to like sepia tone or like they were gonna white wash it out, but then they decided mm. the world was that washed out already, so they were gonna make it more color bright, but they didn't want it to be cheery. But it's funny because they never mentioned it being an ode to the comics when that's they funny. went through like ten minutes conversation, pro- ten, but probably like three. Conversa-
0: but, yeah, sure, sure. And it's funny, that's the first thing that came to my head when I was watching it, all drunk even, even as like a drunken bungalow <laughs> fucking blue guy. Like, oh that's <laughs> just like the comic book blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh pizza I'm not <laughs> I left over pizza yeah that was the first thing I thought of and it's funny because Walking... Talking Dead came on right after Walking Dead yeah. and I was just like no I can't, I can't do, do like... another hour of this I gotta yeah. go to sleep I'm not gonna be able to wake up in the morning so yeah I didn't watch the Talking Dead but it would've been funny to hear them talk about that yeah it was kind of interesting when they, they talked them. about it
1: and so they do so what's happening is we're doing the flashback of where we left off. Dom- When Rick shot Dick Porch Porch Dick
0: Porch Dick
1: um, And Morgan comes And they're all kind of You know Coming up with a plan
0: Reunited And
1: Because when they're out, we find out in one of these black and white flashbacks, they discover this quarry filled with walkers. And I mean, it is is a freaking more walkers than we've ever seen. And other than that scene where we see the field of walkers like when. Yeah,
0: I think it even rivals that for real. I think it
1: might rival that. It's pretty unbelievable. It's literally a rock quarry filled with walkers. Thousands
0: of them. It's a giant, probably like, I don't know if it was used for mining or if it was just a natural. A rock quarry, or if it was filled with water at one well, point. Well, it was apparently
1: in real life a quarry that was about to be demolished. Really, right after they shot there.
0: In you mean in real in, Georgia? Jo- yeah, in a, yeah, in Georgia. That's cool.
1: But so they did, Rick, you know, decides that. It's possible that they'll get out of there. That the the there's trucks that are kind of keeping them. Yeah, in, these but transport they're trucks. Fall. The
0: semi trucks are sort of backed in on each other. It's sort of forming like a reverse funnel. So right. that the someone put them there. S- to keep that them that in looks there. like yeah. someone put that there. Because right. there's like there's like a sort of winding exit, and then there's a ground exit, right. and there's two, and there's four, so a total of four transport trucks blocking both. Right. Entrance or exits or you know however you look at it, and then they just continually show these walkers falling in because they're yeah. saying that, like the more walkers that get in there, they make no more noise, right. which attracts more, more walkers, and they
1: all come there. And yeah. Rick is
0: saying he's like, this is gonna fucking cave in. The next yeah. time there's a heavy rain, those that one tra- uh, transport truck is gonna fall off that side, and they're all gonna flood out. Toward going east to
1: Alexandria, yeah, yeah,
0: towards Alexandria. So he's like, We have to do something about this now, we have to act upon it. We have to, you know, heard he, them, heard he basically them. says
1: we have to heard them, yeah.
0: And he has like a group meeting, and that's when they introduce sort of Ethan Embry as like Mr. the naysayer, yeah, yes, the vacation and cheap thrills fame,
1: yep. I like Ethan Embry, and um, yeah, he's cool. If man. you saw the episode, you know that he doesn't make it out of this one alive.
0: No, he gets one and, episode. And
1: I was really—that was one of my most disappointed things about this episode—is that we weren't going to keep him as a character.
0: Yeah, I thought because they because they showed screenshots of him on set, like on Reddit and stuff. Yeah, and so I thought they were was like, going to be on Ethan the show. Embry, new cast member. I thought like, oh, new cast. Yeah, he'll one be on.
1: episode. That's Why? Uh,
0: I mean, there is a character actually in the comics that sort of tries to organize a revolt against Rick Uh and it goes a little farther, but Glenn's actually the one that finds out in the book. Other and, than and, and Eugene, Eugene, who yeah. finds out
1: in the TV series.
0: And then Ethan Embry is about to pop him in the head, man. He's like, he heard us. And to be fair, he's the only one that's like, we have to kill Rick. And everyone's like, uh, that's why they you didn't brought want us to here. here. Yeah, they're yeah. like, no, no, we don't want to do that. And then literally on cue, Rick and, uh, Rick and Morgan and Daryl walk into the when house. When he's
1: about to, we think got he got was about to, to kill head. Eugene. Yeah, he's
0: got a gun to Eugene's head. And Rick's like, you guys totally should have had lookouts. He's like, if I was plotting a murder against you, Ethan. Ethan Embry I would have had lookouts yeah, yeah, <laughs> during my meeting gun. yeah and he like puts some puts his ass on the ground he's gonna fucking shoot him in his head too he's gonna kill Ethan Embry right there and but then Morgan's doesn't. looking at him like you're gonna really you're gonna kill him in the house just shoot well, him." well and in then,
1: the then the Daryl head? goes Rick and he goes I'm good yeah he I'm doesn't good. do
0: it yeah he doesn't do it
1: but well they just to begin to talk about that scene so we see them all sort of talking in that area where there's food and cans and stuff and eugene is like grabbing cans and he overhears them and then lovable eugene drops one of the cans and so they hear him and they come out and and ethan Embry's like he heard "We, we heard we have to kill him and you really do think he's gonna shoot him the way he says, he yeah. first he says he heard, and then he looks at them again, and he's like, he heard. And you really think he's going to kill him?
0: Yeah, he had the gun to his head, man. He definitely would have, I don't know. The-
1: Nobody threatens Eugene and gets away with it. No. Well, there's a lot of different kind of tie-ups and setups in this
0: yeah there are i mean we should go back to the like the sort of town meeting they have in the house where rick is explaining why they have to do this now yep. and then that shows again ethan embry as the sort of naysayer and sort of you know uh disagreeing with them. no why should we trust you why should we put our faith in you you right after you waved a gun around and after you killed and then dina or diana or diana diana spoke up like it's enough ethan embry and then everyone so everyone in the room sort of it goes they're like I'm in I'm in me yeah. yeah man they all agree that this needs to be done and they're all willing to help Right. and it's actually cool because it shows Rick as a leader he bands yeah, everyone together yeah, yeah. and yeah. they actually put together quite a large scale uh, you know operation, pl- operation yeah. in, 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 into play and they're building these these wall barriers to sort of lead them out of town on the way from town and Right? they have uh, you know different people at different point positions with flare guns to keep them moving in the same yep. direction and then brave badass stone-faced Daryl yeah. on the chopper literally like 20 feet in front of thousands of yeah. them and he's just like Like fucking hauling at like bad to the bone, easy rider style, man. It was cool. I know. It's
1: very cool. Yeah,
0: it was badass. And it was funny because they were doing a dry run and then the transport truck finally fell over. Mm -hmm. And so they weren't even supposed to do it that right at that moment where right. it's like no choice. We have no choice. We go now or it doesn't happen well, at all. And he's
1: right. And they're like, no, this is supposed to be a dry run. And he's like, no, yeah. we got to do it now.
0: And that's when Ethan Embry he was even like, again, like, no, we can't do it. We're not ready. We're not ready. It's like, we don't have a choice at yeah. this point. We have to fucking do it now or it's overall, you know, plans. We, there's no plan at all or Rick's it's not going to like
1: You know, like you hear everyone talking about, oh, Rick's gone crazy and stuff. I mean, who said you that? Know, like, well, the just the people talk about it. They talk about this on Talking Dead. It's like Rick's become bad or Rick's become this and it's and rick's the governor now there was actually there was someone who brought up a question is rick the new governor and morgan the new rick and it's like no no i challenge it completely because for one thing when he doesn't shoot ethan Embry, he talks about it to morgan they have this sit on the porch and morgan holds his baby holds judith and 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 he says and morgan says to him you're still the same rick that i saw and he sort of says he sort of says yes, but no. You know, he says he, he's like
0: no. it's like not really. He's like man. yes,
1: I am. But he said I wanted to kill him because this is a guy who doesn't belong in this world as it is right now, and, and he he's going to die anyway. Towards
0: me, like I don't want yeah. someone in the group knowing that they are at a fucking plan to kill me. Right? I should kill you like this is a kill or be killed world and it's weird can we also talk about Morgan's badass fucking bow staff skills yeah, can we talk about that for a second true. and his awesome uh, what it kind of wood? it like that ball balsam wood or whatever that's like unbreakable and he can like pop pop yeah,
1: f- he's got he's, f- 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 he's, he's got like skilled, Donatello yeah.
0: bow skills.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he I love does. that opening
0: sequence. So, like it's like one of the first scenes where Rick walks in while he's like training with the bow staff, right. and he's like, "Did you learn that before or after you met me?" And he and he was like pausing. He's like, "After." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "So like that whole story." We some, don't like, even know that fucking story. like ninja sensei, a, a zombie apocalypse master splinter yeah. kind of thing, Mister Miyagi in yeah. the zombie
1: apocalypse. <laughs> I want to sort of see a flashback. I'd watch that. I totally
0: watch that. I watch that as a telltale game if telltale oh, did yeah, that that'd be yeah. cool like just a sort of morgan story right yeah with that bow staff and the hood up and the go- goggles there, yes remember that whole yes. thing and from terminus cool. yeah. hell yeah he was a lone survivor out there man taking, yep. ba- taking motherfuckers out
1: but he's kind of like all zen
0: he's zenned out he's come back around like think about him in clear where he was kind of like a not even human mad almost. max yeah, it almost. Was like yes
1: he was like m- a madman yeah. that's after he lost his son like
0: humongous yeah, he, he was. he was sort of was like, like a, the booby trap kind of like he went fucking yeah, he full A wall. He kind of went A He went sort of like Colonel Kurtz or Kuntz or whatever his name is uh, from, from Apocalypse uh, Now yeah. with all the writing on the walls yep, and the booby you're right. traps that's and good, Yeah, that's like, a good way to hoarding of guns yeah. and weapons and, and shit like yeah, he and then to come back around and be like zen master fucking Lenny Jones. Well,
1: and also kind of like the Moral Compass, which always is worrisome because we know the Moral Compass doesn't live long in this show.
0: Yeah, I don't know if, like, I don't know why they made Morgan turn into this the moral compass I guess they, they needed need a new one they needed, they a, new needed one.
1: a new one because
0: <laughs> I guess that would make sense it would tie into this whole like new zen approach to stuff where it's like things happen how they happen and yeah. I'm going, you know I'm just here to protect people and all life is precious and what is what is that line he says um, like you're safer when you don't have an escape or something like when he's talking to Rick yeah, in the yeah, it's yeah. the same scene where he's practicing his bow staff and he's like I'm sorry I well, to had to you you keep you in him here well you had to keep him isolated because right. he
1: just like, got to town and they do that when people
0: are they like, like quarantine, quarantine people yeah. yeah and he's like well I find I'm safer when I know there's no escape or something like that yeah. or some sort and of some
1: odd line like yeah that. some yeah. sort
0: of zenny right it was very kind of, zenny yeah but
1: then another thing that w- another scene that was interesting with Morgan was he has this this you know scene with carol where carol's still pretending to be you know martha stewart living in the town and yeah, then she has no skills and and uh morgan, morgan says to her so were you a cop too and she kind of looks at him why she's do you like, say that he's like well because you're always watching everyone i mean he's not on to her yeah he's on to her and he's very clearly she's you like know, a double agent
0: or just like has a you know as a assumed identity that she's really you know she's actually a fucking total badass
1: she's a total badass but she's fooled everyone and none of these people in alexandria are are hip to her thing and here he is questioning her thing and she's kind of taken off guard by that
0: well because he's a road dog he was like a wolf for a while right And like these these alexandria people they're all sheeps yep you know, and they show that again in that other scene where it sort of reinforces Morgan as the moral compass and sort of like the now the judgmental guy. Because uh, they remember, they're putting up the barriers and then a small group of zombies come from the thing. Yes. And Rick's like, Ethan, Embry's like, we need help, we need help. He's like, no, you guys have to take these guys out yourselves. Right. And like, they are about to. And then Morgan quickly steps in and like boasts ninja staffs yeah. to death. And then Rick comes in, they sort of take care of it. And, and Morgan, then Morgan
1: says... To I him. thought you don't
0: take chances anymore. Yeah. Like that sort of thing. And Rick kind of gives him a look like, hmm, you're not wrong, but you did defy my orders. Uh, yeah. You know, a little so, bit of. I don't know what that heads. means.
1: Are they going to bump heads? I mean, there's still kind of. Morgan definitely seems to have his eye on Rick, although it seems like he's come around to think okay, he is still the man that I knew.
0: And he's right in most cases. He's just think, I think Morgan's having this change of heart from like the brutality of the world. Yeah. But that'll get you killed too. Like in American Sniper, where the one guy like was having that sort of crisis and he writes that letter. And, and then he, he dies. And then Chris Kyle's like, it's that letter that got him killed. Yeah. like I never read that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it's that change of heart that gets you killed. Right, for real. Right. Yeah. And that might happen to Morgan because once you start of like... Not, ex- not, we're not like willing to accept the brutality of the situation. Like Rick is still like, we, this is this is what as, we have to do. Yeah. If we
1: have to do this, we're doing it. We're
0: doing whatever we have to yeah. do. There's no real wavering. I and mean, once you waver, you're kind of done, son. Yeah, you know, to a point. Yeah. I guess it wears on the psyche, though. Like, look what happened to Michonne when she goes out into that horde of oh, zombies. Oh,
1: right, and but she, she kills them out all. Of That's it. what I mean. Yeah. But
0: like, you go there, and it's um, it would weigh on anyone. Well, you know, in Sasha, a human the
1: end, the last episode yeah, last year, she lay down walkers. with the yeah. dead, and now she snapped out. Interestingly enough, her and she Abraham are in the car together mm-hmm. in front of Daryl on the motorcycle, and they're all the ones leading. Yeah, and Abraham sort of seems like he's going a little loony cuz he jumps out of the car when the when some of the walkers like
0: Deviated, deviated. Yeah.
1: He jumps out with like a reflector blanket, in, and yeah. he's like, "Woohoo!
0: Follow and, me back!" Because he has to right. get them back on track, which I understand. But he did it like fucking army Yippy style, hi, cowboy style. But I think that that's just sort of his way of therapy. I think that's his way of fucking like coping with his stressors. Because he's a, if he is a soldier, and he's just sort of a soldier by nature. Yeah. he's sort of like a a fighter by nature. So for him to like you Know if that's the worst thing he has to do to sort of keep himself mm-hmm. in check is to go cowboy, you know. And like, granted, he just and he still did what he had to do, he made it back in one piece, he didn't right. compromise the group. I think you know, that's just as his personality, like, sort of coping with his own situation. Yeah, and she's like, Why would you do that? But then, remember, Abraham asks her before they go on their little part of the mission, like, Are you doing this because you want to die? Yeah, and she and says she, no, and she says no. So he's still very aware of things, like, he's not losing it. No, I think he just needs to fuck. He has like a brutal side and he has like look how he killed remember with the can of peas he like beat everyone to death yes. you know what I mean and he almost killed Eugene with a punch Yes, like he has a fucking brutal streak and he has a military streak right. like that whole mission with Eugene was giving him purpose and I when know. he lost that he's like I have no purpose I might yeah. as well be dead so he, you definitely see he has this side he's to him he's trying
1: to find his new purpose definitely yeah, yeah.
0: and I feel like that's just his way of like fucking dealing. doing some personal therapy dealing yeah, with the maybe. issues and like you know calming that part of his nature.
1: Well, he 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 alludes to that because he says something like just trying to live in this world. That's he, what because he, yeah, she's said like, why did you like that. do
0: that? And he said something like that. Right. He said, just doing how like doing my thing. Doing basically, what you're doing. I'm doing what you're doing. I'm doing like this is how I do it. Yeah. This yeah. is how I deal. Look at the circumstances we're in. It's pretty extreme.
1: Shout out to Cudlitz, Michael Cudlitz, who plays Abraham. We get yeah, he's to meet him and at NAB and, and I buy and, him. And he's really a, a fine actor. Mm-hmm. I, I got to say, I really I, buy I'm him. Really too. buying him. Yeah. It's almost
0: like kirkman made the character after Cudlitz because if you look at the character abraham in the comic and then you look at michael Cudlitz and just the way he acts out that character you're like oh yeah that like that is michael Cudlitz, yeah. you know and i'm granted hair dyeing and facial hair and this sort of thing but really it's like fuck they, that was really spot on casting for uh, yeah. abraham because the comic that's abraham in the comic for real cool yeah. So
1: what else happened? Uh, Lots
0: of stuff. Ninety minutes. I was like, "There was I didn't ninety think I was minutes." Make it, man. Um,
1: Glenn seems to be like mentoring the guy who tried to kill him, which
0: is strange. It's a little yeah. strange. That's the whole thing of like sort of how Rick let Ethan Embry live. Glenn sort of now working alongside this guy that like spent the whole end of the last season trying to kill him and like plot his death. And then yeah. also not only kill him, but let Noah die. Right. Like, let, you know, like, you know, there's some fucking sketchy shit. That guy's a coward, you know, and he's, he's turning around. Yeah. He's coming around. They show you that he's trying to come around. Yeah, they but, do.
1: But it's sketchy still. But what was I thought was pretty tight writing was that they let Maggie explain why. She has this conversation with Tara. Who's woken up who's who's woken up and Tara's that's a whole awake, other thing yep. she's awake and she didn't know that Noah died she's like learning yeah, all these things
0: because she was on the road with them yes that's when that trip. happened yep. yeah
1: and it, so Maggie's telling her that Glenn told her what this guy's done and Tara's really like uh, upset and then and Maggie has this sort of speech about how this is you know you were on the other side of the fence on the worst day of my life yeah when my father's head got cut off in front of me you yeah. were one. You, you were, were standing of there with them yeah and and now you're one of the most important piece people in my life yeah man and so Glenn that's how Glenn sort of is seeing this world and how he's having to deal with it.
0: Well, it's like choosing life. Like life, really like the life of... The still animated is sort of more important than like revenge. Right. You want to hope, like I guess is well, a Well, hopeful... he made the
1: choice last on the last episode of season five because he didn't kill him. Yeah, if it was Rick, he, the guy would be dead. The guy would be dead. Or Daryl, I think Daryl would have killed him too. Yeah,
0: probably less likely Carol than Rick. For sure, Carol, I think Carol and Rick more than Daryl killed even. him. Carol yeah.
1: would have killed him way before. Way
0: before she would have like plotted it out. Yeah. She would have like went to his house in the yeah, shower yeah. and threw like hot grits on his back like Al Green or something. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, I, Glenn's choosing life, man. He's choosing life, you gotta which makes it to me him. worry
1: about his safety. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen. I really, I gotta tell you, I see Glenn not making it out of this season.
0: Yeah, man. Regardless of how the comics go, you know, no spoilers, but Glenn, you know, someone's not gonna make it. No, out and this I, season.
1: it's gonna be someone from well, the first season. And
0: they introduced the character Heath, the guy with yes, the dreadlocks, who's in the comic. He's books. one of the like main people of Alexandria in the comic Mm -hmm. book so it's cool that they actually introduced him and gave him a sizable part in the first episode like he's doing a lot man.
1: Side note he's the guy who plays Dre in Straight Outta Compton.
0: Oh, is he? Yep. That guy, you know, that guy, like, went to Juilliard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: He's a talented actor.
0: Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. Yeah, he does well in that. And it, I didn't really even recognize him, for real. Yeah. I mean, he has the glasses and the dreadlocks right. and stuff. But he looks like the character Heath from the show, for real. Does he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, definitely. Definitely. And that whole sequence with Glenn and the coward and Heath, where they have to keep those walkers in the oh, building. Oh,
1: yeah. And
0: they really test that guy's, like, compunction. Well,
1: like, he was kind of, like, very skeptical. And Glenn was like know this is what we have to do.
0: And Heath was skeptical too.
1: Well, that's what I mean. Oh, Heath, Heath was, was skeptical. skeptical. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Glenn, Glenn's been around for like Glenn's. Not, like that guy Heath has been one of the untouched even though he's been on the he's road he's been on the road he's been living the way Glenn has so Glenn's just like we'll they have take him down to, yeah they
0: have a place to return to that's the thing they've you always have, had like, a, a place to return yeah when you're literally like always having to move forward because yeah. you'll if not you'll die like right. a fucking shark it's different than being like okay we'll be on the road for a couple nights and oh, we'll have our nice little nest to go back yeah. to our yeah. untouched nest yeah it's gonna be completely different and they do handle it pretty well and that guy mm-hmm. that guy the coward like sort of stepped up a little he bit did. in that sequence he, did. he you know, he helped Heath out and he's really listening but Glenn even said because the guy volunteers to go and Glenn's mm-hmm. looking at him like you better not fucking volunteer motherfucker because he doesn't want to work with him and then the guy volunteers he's like no I have to come I have to come on this mission because I, I need to help I want to redeem myself and then Glenn's like if you come you're doing everything I say and you're taking orders directly from me and I won't hear anything about it or I'll kill you basically you know
1: prediction Glenn's either going to die by s- trying to save him, or he's gonna end up be responsible for Glenn's death, or he's going to be devastated by Glenn's death. Like, there's gonna end like something, or
0: they both like Glenn dies and then he then sacrifices himself and some sort of heroin. Something's way. gonna
1: happen, they're building towards something with that some whole sort story of line. like the two of them yeah. will come
0: together and one will save the other, but they'll both perish, kind of thing. Yeah, I could see that happening. Like, Glenn's dead, and that guy loses it and ends up. Killing the the lead head wolf or whatever, you know, but yeah. then he dies in the process or blows up the whole building and dies in the structure or something like that. that yeah. I could see that happening where the two of them sort of have one final moment together. Right, and the guy does and sort of like Merle, where the, their last thing they do is sort of a redemption thing. And then yeah, they die. it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Well,
1: and you mentioned Wolf um, because it, w- av- while they're doing the herding
0: and they're getting oh. it, and actually Ethan Embry almost fucks it up, and that's why we should say that's how yeah. Ethan Embry dies because he actually. Steps up and he's like, "Okay, I'm in. You were right, Rick. You're right the whole they time." Shake hands. They shake hands. They sort of come to terms. And he's like, "I'm going to go take point. I'll run, run ahead and like make sure they're you know staying on the straight and narrow." And as he's running, there's some sort of walker tangled up in the trees and it like literally grabs him and then bites him right in his face, yeah. right in the meat of the cheek there and then bites him again on the neck and he's screaming and that pulls all these walkers from the road and then literally Rick has to do another gangster move where he runs over and sees Ethan Embry just like bleeding out and has to cover his bloody face with his hand and then he's like Shh, you, gotta, you gotta be quiet, you gotta be quiet and then just fucking ices that guy knifes him in the back uh, of the yeah, head for Goodfellas real. fellas, good fellas, super like ice pick in the air yeah. kind of stuff and then but what happens is Michonne and Morgan come and they see that and they see that happen, and they have walkie talkies and stuff, and yeah. they're communicating. But Morgan has that same sort of like uh, look on his face, like. But I, then
1: he says, "I know how it is. Like, they, I know they it's mi- the right and, thing. So does, and
0: Michonne says that too. They both
1: say it, like they both sort of. He says, this "Is say what happens. It. This is what had to happen." Rick says something to the along the lines of, "This is how this is. This is how this was." And they or, all three yeah. of them are like. I know how it is. Well, and you know? also
0: he says, like, Michonne, go on the wire and report that uh, Ethan Emery's dead, and he was bitten in the face, and I had to kill him. Like he's straight up. It's almost like policy. Like you gotta yeah. have to do like um, like an American sniper where they have to document all their kills yep. for like Geneva Convention yeah. and stuff. Yeah. They kind of have to have that in the group where it's like, yeah, I stabbed an Ethan Emery in the back of his head yep. in his brain because he was bitten and he was, you know, uh, making too much noise. It was. Yep of corrupting the mission or you know what I mean so it becomes sort of like military almost you have to be so by the book well it
1: is absolutely what what I don't understand is how Ethan Embry actually got bit by a walker that was caught up by the way in the tree by his intestines because he was one of the ones that was went through that tight squeeze which was so awesome. Oh,
0: that's hold that one walker they show. You said oh. they talked about that. They where it's talked like about his skin talking peels dead. off of his whole, whole upper torso. <laughs> it's the whole so torso just nasty. Like flips like skin flap open. Yep. face and torso just like flapping skin. <laughs>
1: it was so gross. Oh, awesome. it was awesome. awesome. Yeah, Greg Nicotero talked about how it was ninety nine percent effects. Which is effects, badass. Yeah, where they had they suited the guy up and a chest piece and a head piece uh-huh. and they had these cables attached to, to like, him to pull, pull away it. the
0: skin oh shit yeah but so yeah. there's
1: like a couple of those guys who get through that tight fit and well, it one like of a them... giant
0: hangnail it's like
1: yeah it was a great visual though
0: because like you really want to think about how the human body would be affected when it's still i'm moving, sure
1: they do think that like yeah going
0: through different sort of you know like tights Bases, tight squeezes, you right. know, in marsh, in water, in dry yeah, heat, you know, yeah. all these different forms of decomposition. Whoa. It's like you really can explore the human anatomy. It's pretty awesome. It's kind of
1: cool. Yeah. It's great.
0: I love it. It's fucking badass.
1: But so this one walker that got through the tight squeeze is caught in the tree by his intestines. His intestines are wrapped I didn't notice tree. that. I thought he
0: was just in the tree. No, he's
1: caught in by his intestines. And so That's he's gross. not moving, yet he still bites Ethan Embry in the face which i don't understand because they he's not moving they're slow anyways mm-hmm. how come he couldn't get away from that
0: i don't i mean he definitely pulls him in i see he the a yeah, zombie grabbed him by the shoulder or something he was too scared he, he got if really he someone scared. else he
1: would have because glenn was attacked in the and like the last episode, five five, a whole bunch of them fell on top of him. Yeah, and he gets and out still, of that.
0: Well, that's a yeah, that's a badass thing, and that's an experience thing too with zombies. Yeah. Also, side note: after Ethan Embry dies, he had this like pump action shotgun, and Rick gives it to Michonne, and like how badass does Michonne look holding a shotgun? with her katana I on know. her back. That we've never seen her really hold a gun outside yeah. of maybe a pistol, but she's like rocking this fucking like twelve Pretty gauge cool. Remington yeah. like pump action, and she just has that look on her face. She looks like fucking. Foxy Cleopatra, <laughs> like fucking like Pam Greer, but like Pam Greer from the movie uh, Ghosts of Mars, that shitty movie with Ice Cube.
1: Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah,
0: but she plays like an intergalactic freaking mercenary that comes to Mars to like kill the fellow. Oh,
1: yeah. It, but she's like
0: badass and then she ends up dying and her head cut off. Pam Greer does Ooh. in the movie, but that Michonne reminded me of like badass Pam Greer. Yeah, badass
1: Pam Greer is <laughs> fucking cool. She's
0: one of like the baddest women yeah. alive you know what i yeah, mean like really as is. far as like who's a modern day pam Greer, the closest thing you'd get is like michelle rodriguez or something like who's like a badass but, but is also even. sexy but is also sultry but is also classy michonne deny deny
1: does a pretty good she job a pretty of good being good a job. modern day pam grier and
0: all those things that you can juggle and make them all feel authentic it's like it's yeah, a Denai's bad a badass
1: Denise sells it like, i gotta like a, give it to her f-
0: yeah like a female what's the name um uh, What's that dude named Luther? Idris Elba. Yeah, it'd be funny if they were like dating or, or like married because they're like badass. Badass
1: together. Badass Idris Elba is married to someone else. Is he married? Yeah, and he has like he just had another kid.
0: Idris Elba for Bond for real. I know James we're Bond for him. for Bond. I would vote for him. People are talking about Hugh Jackman, but it's like he's too many franchise. He's no. too much of a franchise. I mean, player. I
1: love Hugh Jack. You know who? And he, he could do
0: it. He's like a modern day Bond. He's like a Clark yeah. Gable. He's like a freaking you know uh Gene Kelly. He's a dancing. There's an actor, and an action star, and a singer, and a Broadway star, and he's hosted the Tonys and the Oscars. But
1: because of all that, it would be too campy. That's what I mean. We yeah. need somebody
0: that's just not as relatable, or not as everywhere, yeah. not as known. Yeah, not as really just everywhere, everywhere known. That's why Idris Elba should do it, man. I mean, oh, everyone man. knows the guy, but... He- he hasn't already been Wolverine or he hasn't already been you know so and so. You heard that uh, uh Hugh Jackman was saying he, w- he would like to see Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yep. Tom Hardy. As and, Wolverine, and then yep. someone was saying it's like do we need another Wolverine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to see Wolverine again? Do we Wolverine need another again? reboot? How many reboots can we do? My God, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I need more Wolverine movies. I think they did. I it. I don't think so. I think they did it. You I think did Wolverine. They did it sixteen years, and
1: I don't think I want to see someone else besides Hugh Jackman play the part. I don't frankly. know,
0: man. I don't know. It's just a lot to continue to go and see and go yeah, and yeah. see. And
1: well, and it's like, you know, we love all this stuff, but how long are they going to keep doing all this stuff and nothing else? You well, know? Steven
0: Spielberg said that the superhero movie will go the way of the Western eventually. Where really? it's like, remember that yeah. era of the superhero? Well, mo- I mean, think about it. The Western thing lasted like 25 years, 30 yeah, years. It was a big, it's really long only time. been like 15 years of the superhero movie. So I'm right. like, maybe in another 10 years. 2025 20, we'll see how many superhero movies are still getting made for yeah because it's just like a uh, you know, surplus of content A freaking we'll 15 years happens. from
1: now the movie business is going to look very different because yeah. the studios the big studios now are becoming netflix and amazon netflix you know. has
0: taken over they just
1: bought a big space Like in Hollywood, right? Yeah, at Gower Studios, they're like they are taking over. They're
0: literally the new modern day Hollywood. Yeah, like what the what the original studios did in the twenties and in the thirties or earlier even is what netflix is now doing with the digital landscape it's, true. Yeah. it's, rick, it's fascinating. it's it is yeah. fascinating 100 years later it's like this is like a whole it's new change. conception yeah it's cool man but uh so, so back Walking to Death. the
1: show um i'm trying to think if there's anything well uh rick has a scene with uh what's her name the wife the, the wife of what's the, her name
0: i don't know gina no <laughs> Aura. Uh,
1: I don't know. Vagina. I can't. I can't remember and uh, he, he kind of tries to go see her and she's like look you got to back off. Oh because her son, her son
0: was out with them when they found the horse Her son out because they're yeah. going to
1: bury the father and Rick doesn't want to bury him inside the fence. No killers and inside the walls. And Deanna agrees.
0: Yeah Deanna or whatever.
1: And then they, he, they're going out and this is when they find the quarry of walkers and, and Rick's kind of going to leave him there and Morgan's like Rick this you got to bury him that's not this isn't who you are and then the kid they is running away from walkers they got to save him.
0: Yeah, they saved the kid. And he's not very grateful about for it. I don't think. Well,
1: his Rick killed his father.
0: His father is a,
1: but he's a kid abuser. He's a kid, a, you know. Yeah. And and so he has this run in with the and he speaks to him kind of you know like a dad would speak to him like you can't do this you gotta I'll teach you but you can't yeah, do this and be careful the mom sort of says to him you can't talk to my kid like that and you can't ever like, again you can't you can't be touch associated. him you can't touch him and you
0: can't come to my house
1: you Ro- can't Rosita is gonna teach me how to shoot and, and
0: I'm gonna teach him how to shoot to yeah. teach my son like basically you can't come in contact with my family anymore right which, which is, is fair yeah which is fair it's not really what like happens her, in though. the show though or in the comic but yeah I don't really like her either I mean she doesn't really last that long in the comic for real for real mm, so not okay. you don't have to put up with her for too much longer okay. <laughs> if they stay true to the book they stay true to the source material
1: yeah um
0: yeah, I don't remember. How does it end even? I don't even remember.
1: They just have this little talk. And no, not that
0: scene. The whole episode. Do you remember how the episode it ends? It ends, ends
1: with the, with the herd. Oh, the horn. The, the horn, horn. There's the a horn. horn. All of a sudden, they're hurting them.
0: It's going it's well. It's going well. It's working. It's really working.
1: And then this loud, so no- loud horn noise. It
0: sounds like a boat horn, like a ship's horn. Yep. Like a... Uh, yep. Yeah, it won't stop. It's just constant... Uh, Coming
1: toward Alexette. From Alexandria. From
0: Alexandria. And then they all have to like fucking abandon ship. Yeah. Essentially. It was weird. Going. Well, and
1: Daryl and Sasha and Abraham keep going because they're, I guess they're not aware of it. And a whole half, a whole, they take a whole half of them up the street, but up the road. But, you know half of the herd goes towards into the woods and you just see them going when
0: they pull back 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 into like this giant sort of bird's eye shot Yeah, it shows how many of them them are flee or sort of move now are moving into the forest going towards Alexandria oh man it's thousands of them too and it was really working like what a great plan to execute something like that such a large scale thing I actually like this because you're talking about compared to the season 5 from season 4
1: with the Terminus with the Terminus
0: and the season 5 i guess might be more action packed but you got to remember like at season 4 they're they're literally like left on the chopping block yeah so it's like it's had like this it's so ramped up right. the intensity versus this one which is basically like a new chapter like the yeah. way it ends it ends with sort of rick in charge and we don't know like right. how everyone's going to sort of work together and so there's nothing i guess the, the suspense is knowing how everyone's going to work together so i think Doing this sort of like grand scale plan is now showing the audience this is how they ended up working well together right. with the cutting back and forth. Because there isn't any like, will Rick get his head cut off and eaten by cannibals? No, yeah, cannibals? you're right. There's like, they're, not. There's not not with the end of that. Like it, it ended really, you know, suspensefully It ended high. Mm-hmm. But by ending high, you have to sort of start low again. And not necessarily like boring, but you can't, you can't. I don't know. Like they sort of had such a climactic ending to the fifth True. season that now the sixth season they have to sort of build up. It's sort yeah. of build up into what's happening next, which will be this next episode, where and-
1: clearly Alexandria is going to be attacked. Oh, yeah. and there was there's uh, one other note. Uh, Daryl and Rick have a difference of opinion
0: in this episode.
1: Yeah, Daryl wants to keep going out and recruiting new people and rick doesn't
0: when was that uh what, what there were a sequence? couple scenes
1: um in the black and white sequence
0: where when they were burying the guy when or when no were, no when they're remember.
1: when they're working on their plan um
0: were they in the house or are they in the, no
1: they're like outside in that like area where they're kind of working on the whole infrastructure of their executing their plan and daryl but there's two different scenes with it one where um in the very beginning and 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 rick says we're going to stop recruiting people from now and and daryl kind of has a funny look on his face and rick goes you feel different about it Mm. and he goes yeah i do Mm. and they talk about it and uh daryl basically you know because daryl had gone out with this guy, the guy who brought them to Alexandria in the first place.
0: Where are the two gay guys?
1: They weren't in this episode.
0: They're still alive. But they're though. still alive. Yeah, but they the,
1: weren't featured in this episode. Yeah, they um, weren't in it. But he Daryl sort of when he first came to Alexandria was like, fuck everybody. And then that guy kind of gave him a purpose. With
0: the bike with the, the bike and going out
1: and recruiting people. And so now he's found a purpose and uh, Rick's kind of trying to take it away from him. And there's two scenes where Daryl basically says, well, in the second scene, he says, you know, keeping how we stay safe and how we help ourselves is to continue to recruit people. Mm -hmm. But then he says, but it's your call, Rick. So he kind of establishes, he still believes Rick is, you the know, leader. he's still like, but the he still first expresses mate, his, you know? his
0: concern or his want, like, look, but, man. He, but
1: he's still saying, well, I think, I, I yeah. think
0: it's more just as important for Daryl's peace of mind, because Daryl's sort of a lone wolf, and he knows, yeah. that he knows how to track and he knows how to live in right. the elements. So I'm sure this whole recruiting responsibility, I'm sure he takes it seriously. And I'm sure he gets some sort of you know uh, respite from it or yeah. some sort of like it sure it works for him it
1: works for him yep. so I'm
0: sure it actually helps him as much as it yeah it helps the group I'm sure again like how Abraham did what he did with the walkers like these you have to f- have outlets and yep, to have a purpose. Shit, man well
1: and maybe Glenn's purpose and what's keeping him going is to sort of forgive and mentor people <laughs> and
0: choose life yeah, yeah Glenn's choose life, and Glenn's mentor. a good person remember Glenn's like man I'm supposed to be delivering pizzas you know yeah, what I mean yeah he says that yeah. there's a line
1: where he says he that he says
0: that when they're about to you know let out all those walkers in yeah. the building and it's like yeah that's where Glenn's at still yeah. he's like for real I'm supposed to be delivering pizza shit yeah. you know you want to talk about what's normal right you know and Glenn's turned into a total survivalist
1: I know think about where he came from I just like had this flash to the scene where he's driving the, the sports car the, the red hat. sports car
0: <laughs> yeah with his little and, hat with the little
1: hat and and the, no- the horn the is going, going off and he's like screaming woohoo
0: yeah, it's like a sports car or anything.
1: That Glenn to now, who he is now, like it's an incredible character arc, really. I, I will be, yeah. I mean, I, I sort of say this not glibly with him, me thinking he's going to die this season because. You know, I do kind of think that's going to happen, but I'll be devastated because I love Glenn. He's one of my favorite characters, well, and I, I think Steve Un's yeah. a great actor. He's
0: a great actor. I'm sure he'll continue to work. Um, but we, whenever we heard him talk about that uh, at the at NAB, NAB yeah. he talks, he's like, "Hey, man, I've had a good run." Yeah, you know, I mean, it's
1: that's another thing. We heard him talk at NAB, uh, and it almost sort of sounded.
0: Well, it sounds like he's trying to come to grips with it yeah. as an actor, as yeah. a, as you know, a member of the you know family of right. the people it's like fuck it's my time he well, said
1: whatever happens right. i it's been great and i don't know when anybody says that <laughs> yeah it's been to great. me it's like hmm
0: it oh, shit good. yeah it doesn't sound good it doesn't yeah. sound good but you know what can you do it's the show it's hey, the show and i'm sure he's read the comics you know yeah after all this time i'm sure yeah. he knows what's what may or may not happen which is cool
1: So is there anything we missed From this episode? God, there's so much that happened I know, Um, it's hard
0: to recap everything I, was just I mean, it was.
1: That. It's a good episode. It's a good. It, it, it was. It, I enjoyed it. You know, it. it doesn't have that sort of nail-biting intensity that uh, the terminus one did. Uh, that,
0: yeah. But it's
1: it's very well crafted. It's well directed. It's. And um, you're rooting for The acting for them. is fantastic. And it's still as pretty always. high
0: stakes. Yeah, like, it's definitely you know, high stakes. Thousands of them, and they all have to work together as a you know really tight operation. Which is cool and to see that. It, yeah. So yeah, it had a lot of. I, I was into it the whole time, even if I was only like half conscious, semi conscious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all, all into it, only half conscious. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, uh, so that will wrap up uh, episode six oh one for us. For
0: now. For
1: now. Stay tuned next week for six oh two recap.
0: Six oh two.
1: All right. Thanks, my audience.
0: All right. All right. You jerkish. See jerks. See you later.